You're listening to episode number 331 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon and Vegas.com. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Also, you can get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a -a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a camel. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. So, yeah, we, we had a lot of fun. Um, it, I think we're all in this... Let's patronize. Let's help. Let's help everybody get back. So over the holiday weekend, you know, we still had some people come to town and enjoyed what was open. Yeah, we did. Uh, we got to check out the Neon Museum, which has been reconfigured to have a good tour guide now with it. They did. This was the first time I've gone through them with a tour guide. Normally, they you know they have the it's people. It's forced now. Now they don't yeah. just allow general admission where you, you linger. Wander. Now they have a tour guide for right now. And it's smaller groups and you have to you know reserve a time and they take you sort of section by section they don't make you wear a mask they they offer right. it to you but they don't make you wear it but yeah you don't have to um but uh actually the tour guides were good i think there was one or two things that i noticed they said that might have been wrong but for the most part um, i think there was also a misunderstanding they said something in a in a weird way because i remember you were like isn't that what i just said and well like, yeah so so the one of the very first like the gold it's the, well, the golden nugget sign right right that has has 1905 on it and the guy says anybody know what 19 what happened no in 1905? he didn't he said anybody know what like the way he phrased it it was meant to be does anybody know what that sign is for or what that I don't know what whatever it was you answered the question right the way that he should have worded it but he he phrased it like Yoda he Yoded it okay and well, it was all really I know was originally he goes so I said well it's the year Vegas was founded he goes oh no and then he said something about 1971 that's when that's when the golden nugget was founded Oh, I get it. Okay, so he wasn't asking about the 1905? He, 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 he I, I think know. he asked when, when that sign, because anybody guess, you know, what year that age or that, that sign was, was up or whatever? Whatever it was, his wording was, oh. was goofy, and I noticed you stepped right into it. Well, and then I, because he was like, oh, no, and he goes on, and then like two minutes later, he mentions that Las Vegas was founded in 1905. Right. Like, <laughs> you know what I just said? <laughs> That's what I just said. I, w- I was a little miffed with him. But, she was for a minute. <laughs> um, but yeah, then we moved on. And it's uh, it's weird because they have you going backwards, I think, of every other time that I've gone into the museum. Yeah. Because normally, yeah, they did you, know, do you, the you go straight in and you kind of head all the way to the back and then loop around to your right to come back to the front. And this you, they have you start. They have you starting where the Moulin Rouge sign is for anybody that's been there before. Yeah. Um, but it was good. For the most part, the tour guides were good. And yeah. I learned a lot about the other sections because I, I guess I never realized that the signs are grouped yeah, into, I, I forget what they all were, but there was like a... Um, it's like it's like strip and downtown and then there's like re- general retail. Yeah, or there was general like neon and like motels. Um, so there's different sections right. and I never realized they were grouped that way. So it was fun. Yeah. And then, um, you know, of course, got to eat at some of the classics. We did go hit Peppermill. Peppermill, we hit Nacho Daddy. Mm-hmm. We were uh, surprised because we were going to go to Pizza Rock, and they're still not open for dining. Yeah, they're taking a, you know, we're going to wait and see kind of thing, and so they're still only open for um, takeout. 
but um, that's okay. We got some for takeout. Yeah, we right. That anyway. <laughs> we're, like, we're like, fine, then give it to us. <laughs> we, just re- we just reordered our, our plans for the day. <laughs> so that ended up dinner that came home. And we ended up getting a drink. I, I don't remember where. I think it was like Bin 702. Yeah, at, at, uh, at Container Park. At Container Park. Which was hopping. Um, well, because like I said, everybody's got like this, let's go out and patronize. Let's go out and help. Let's go out and uh, let's, let's, and it's kind of cool, but. Well, no, I guess it's just kind of cool. There's no but. (laughs) But, And, you know, when the the restaurant, so one of them, there was a new place. Oh, I forget the name of it. Um, Shit. There's a new place in Container Park that we wanted to go eat. And she basically said, because number one, apparently it's a rule in Southern Nevada that you can only seat parties of five or less. I think it's currently. Currently, right. You can't seat parties of six. And a couple of times we had a group of six people, so that kind of made a challenge well and, um, and we further got that confirmed that we believe that it's a it's a city of las vegas because when we were in paradise technically we didn't have that problem yeah so in peppermill they yeah, sat we went down to the peppermill eight of us no problem whatsoever when you were in las vegas like downtown at container park anything like that five or more was too many well no more than five more, more than five was too many yeah so um which i just found that interesting but yeah that that particular restaurant was so busy she's like if you give me two hours i can get you two tables next to each other oh god <laughs> so i mean that's a good thing is that they're busy. nice problem yeah. absolutely yeah. Nice yeah, which problem is really nice to see yep well cool well listen we should probably start the show he's mark she's karen i'm tony and as always we start with random vegas when vegas was still establishing itself as the entertainment capital of the world periodically operators would page celebrities even ones not actually at the property, just so patrons could hear their name inside the property. We got that from a book called Las Vegas Behind the Tables. So like the world's earliest name dropping. Basically, <laughs> yeah. The, the, yeah, the, the tagging, the early early days of tagging, they, they added them. <laughs> and ingenious. I mean, seriously, if you're sitting there, if you're at a slot machine, you're a blackjack table, and all of a sudden you hear Frank Sinatra to the... You know, to the to the theater, please. Right. All of a sudden, you're Full looking around. And you're like, "Holy shit! Yeah. I, I'm playing in the same place that Frank Sinatra's at." It is cool. I kind of wish they'd still do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lady Gaga to the Jubilee Theater, please. <laughs> Next up is the Twit Pick of the Week. At Classic Las Vegas reminds us of another time in Vegas. I won't say it was a better time, but a more whimsical one. The MGM Lion entrance might be the pinnacle of the family-friendly movement. A movement that was not wrong, but it came, but it became a distraction once it became the focus. Never forget, Vegas is about having experiences you can't have anyplace else. When, where the newest is typically the coolest, which means the theme runs the danger of becoming dated. It may have not been a better time, but it's still a time lost and missed. Did you guys ever get out to Vegas when the line was still around? No. Nope. It was gone Not, before we got here. Yeah, it would have been cool. I, I, I think. I think. It, I pause. think it would still be a great. Yeah, but you know those finicky Asians <laughs> with all their damn money and superstitious, right? <laughs> right. Superstitions. <laughs> you know, superstitions that their culture has been generating for thousands of years. You know, we got to be mad that it's ruining our fun. You know what? You're not going to like this, but in my head, I want to go to Pepper Mill again this weekend. Really? Yeah. I was thinking Hearthstone for brunch. They're open now. Well, yeah, I definitely want to do that. And I want to do um, Yard House. Okay, sounds like we have a to-do list. <laughs> right. <laughs> what an awesome to-do list. Right. <laughs> Everybody else that's listening to the podcast is like, well, you know, it might be nice this weekend. Maybe I'll go out and power wash my deck. Uh, I should probably <laughs> mow. It's been raining a lot lately. You jackasses are running off to Pepper Mill and Yard House. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. As always, we will link to the photo on our blog. We'll feature it on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let's get into the news. All right, so obviously the news that we've been most excited to get to start talking about, which is the COVID reopenings. Last Tuesday afternoon, Governor Sislak announced a tentative reopening date for casinos, June 4th, making the days closed 78. Everything else can open this Friday, May 29th, except for clubs, adult entertainment establishments, including brothels, and gatherings of more than 50 people. 
MGM and Caesars plan to open in tiers starting with New York, New York, Bellagio, Caesars Palace, and Flamingo. Uh, I'm also told that some of the shops in the Link Promenade will also be open, which makes sense. Yeah, Exterior entry, yeah. They have also started. They have also started warning their furloughed employees to expect layoffs in August, depending on guest demand. Which is interesting to me because are are we saying guest demand is at the maximum that we're allowed to give them? I, you know, I think that that statement came out before a lot of them were taking reservations, mm. um, and I think that. Because I heard a number Just the scared. other day that there were over 5,000 reservations made in a single day, yeah. which is like... Oh, oh, because everybody wants to get the fuck back to Vegas. They're sick and Absolutely. tired of this shit. Well, and I, I think Absolutely. I think in general the, the properties are trying to be cautiously optimistic. Yeah. And they have to... I mean, because if you're furloughed, you want to know, when am I coming back? Right. And they, they honestly don't know. Right. They're hopeful that the demand's going to be there, but until they're actually open... Right. So I think I think it was more just a covering their butt conversation with the their employees. Right. Okay. It might have been just a rumor, but I saw somebody post on Twitter today that the demand for Caesar's Entertainment properties is so strong that they're actually opening Harris as a part of the uh, Caesar's Palace Flamingo reopening just to to have more people because the demand was so strong. Again, really? just I, something I, I saw on Twitter doesn't mean that it's true. I, I but. have seen. That Harris is what is going to Harris and Link are going to be what comes on on line next, next. and that's going to be like in a week. Oh, cool. Okay, yeah. which cool. I mean, makes sense. Number one, they're all connected. Yeah. I mean, they're all like right there. And really, Caesars doesn't have another high end property. Plant Hollywood, Paris. I guess I don't think of those as high. I, think I don't think it's Paris is high end. <laughs> I think of Paris is, is mid right. to high. Right. Um, but Planet Hollywood, I think, is a little bit high. But if you were point. looking, I mean, if you're opening Flamingo, it makes sense to open the lake because the promenade's right there in the middle. Right. Yep. And then, you know, Harris is just on the other side. And then so. our, our buddy Cromwell. Come on, Cromwell. I know. I know, right? <laughs> the one that we all really it's want. It's just a little one. Open him. Right. <laughs> still not, I doubt they'll have a pitch black deck. Blackjack table. Yeah. Right? Well, no, that's true. Oh, that's I know, true. right? <laughs> I didn't even think of that. <laughs> no, damn you, COVID, taking away my fucking pitch. Exactly. No. You son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, back to this. Not surprising, the concert venue Brooklyn Bowl is uh, predicting that they won't return until the fall of 2020, potentially early 2021, while we wait for concerts to become a thing again. First quarter, first quarter earnings calls for gaming companies all reported declines in revenues as if closing your casino has a negative impact on in- income. <laughs> right. If anyone <laughs> didn't see that coming, then they should not be an analyst. Um, we were looking this up today and didn't see anything on it, but the last we saw is due to their reliance on Hawaiian visitors, Boyd Gaming is considering not opening some of its downtown casinos until visitation from the island supports it. So I, I did see something today, and again, it was on Twitter, so it doesn't mean it's it's true, but that they were going to open the Fremont, which, and the, tag, the headline was that all of the properties along Fremont Street were going to be opening. Yeah, that's, on a, that's one cool thing, that they're, they're all opening on, on the 4th together. They're all like rallying together. Varying times. I mean, they're not all opening at the same time. Right. But, um, <laughs> not like, flip the switch. Right. But the Fremont Street Experience lights are back on. Yep. And oh, they, that's cool. They have a massive countdown clock. Oh, to, I haven't seen that yet. I think it was like 144 hours until... Nice. You oh, know, that's awesome. It opens. So, yeah, there's, if you look on Twitter, um, Vital Vegas actually posted it, I think. Um, but, yeah, they've, they've turned them back on because it was, it's so weird just to see everything off. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and we're, uh, honestly, it's, it's the one thing I'll say this thing has done is I think it's completely reinvigorated my, m- more of, of the person that I was when I, before I got here, where like, I want to visit all the casinos and I want to, you know, I want to go like now I'm like, okay, once these places open back up, I'm fucking going to Laughlin. I'm, I'm going to Reno. I'm, I'm checking out all these casinos around here. Like uh, now that I lost them for a moment, it was enough to be like, no, no. I'm considering taking a half a day on Thursday and going down to Cosmo and having lunch. (laughs) Well, yeah, (laughs) just because I can. (laughs) We know why you have to take a half day, Karen. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you go for lunch, I'm not going back. Exactly. You have a couple of those, you know, 
ultimate gin and tonics. And we know what it. Karen's going to do. Right. She, it's going to be. She's only going there for quote unquote the food, lunch. Of course. <laughs> I've been missing my food. Like, if you think about like how long, because I was basically going down to Cosmo once a week. Once a week, yep. And this is like the longest I've been away from Cosmo for, for you know, two years. Like, I'm having withdrawals. <laughs> you need to go back. Here you. Uh, speaking of flights, Southwest Airlines boarding process has been amended to conform to the social distancing recommending, only allowing 10 people properly distanced from one another to line up during their boarding process. My understanding is, you know how normally they have those numbers? And it's like five on each side. Right. It's like one person per Per pole. pole. Jeez. It's going to take three hours to load that airplane. (laughs) Well, I mean, normally... Well, they're only allowed to be half full, so... (laughs) That's true. So, I mean, normally if you think about it, they can load a plane in 20 minutes. So, even if it doubles, it's only going to go to 40, which I don't think it will, but... No, this is exciting, and it's good news for Vegas, and I'm <clears throat> I'm excited to see the people that are so excited to go back to Vegas, and it and it's you know the argument initially was, and I I don't want to take this too far off off the the, the the tracks, but you know the argument for the longest time was this is just but a mere pause on the economy, right? Like we're all going to stay home, we're going to hang out for a little bit, we're going to let this pass, then we're going to hit the on button and we're all going to go back to work. Yeah, we thought it was only going to be for two weeks. Right. Right, exactly, right. And obviously it's been significantly longer than that, so that's not still a totally accurate statement. But this just seems like, and we'll know over the next two to three weeks of how it plays out for Vegas specifically, but it sure seems like people are ready to get back to Vegas faster than they were from the whole Great Recession situation. yes. Yes. Everybody we've talked to is just aching to pull the trigger on this so i I look forward to i I look forward to watching how this continues to play out i I think what's going to be a a challenge though that i think will still keep the recovery here a little bit slower is the international visitors can't get here um and i think that that was a big a big part of the folks that were coming in so it's going to have to be you know folks from the u.s but i still think that's going to be yeah, but I think light, U.S. Nice are the ones that like I like I made a comment in uh, in the chat today that this is only going to last for a year. Americans are going to get annoyed with it, and then they're going to be like, "I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it anymore." And then things will just start going back to normal. Like this isn't change everything. It's changed everything for like next year, and then Americans yeah. are like, "I'm not wearing this fucking mask anymore." Oh, they're yeah. they're already doing that now, right? I mean, oh, I, sure. I stopped at the grocery store on the way home, and probably less than half the people were still wearing masks. Yeah, which, it's not, it's not going to last long. Like, like they talk, like somebody said something about this is the end of the buffet as we know it. Like, no, it isn't. It's a it's no it's, it's a delay on the buffet as we know it, and then it'll come back. Well, I think it'll come back as a cafeteria. I don't think it's going to come back as a as a normal buffet. in the short term. I think that that is a proven formula that they will go back to. I don't know. We'll see. We will see. I, I see. You know, my wife and I talked about that, and and part of the reason why we, at least my wife and I, are our team mark on this buffet, you know, argument <laughs> is to say, we we would, um, for almost every single trip to Vegas that, that my wife and I have made together, we'll always do the Bellagio breakfast buffet. At least, not at least, but we will do it one morning, um, while we're in town. And I think the last time we went, it was something like 60 bucks. Now, maybe we hit up, you know, something, you know, wonky, like a, like a Sunday brunch sort of situation. But be that as it may, I assure you, my wife and I together didn't eat $60 right. worth right. of buffet. And yet that's what it costs just for one of us to get through the doors. So there, I don't believe for a minute that the buffet isn't anything other than a giant cash cow for these casinos. And I don't think... That the that this is a going that this will be a long term uh, thing. I, I hear that some places like TI is re- completely renovating or removing their buffet mm-hmm. to expand the sports right. book. Right. Okay, that might be in the immediacy because sports bet sports betting is where the money's going to be immediately. I think it'll be back. See, and I don't. That's all I have to say about that. I, I if if your logic is sound, I would agree with you. Um, oh. I, what is wrong with his I, logic? I don't think that the buffets are a giant money maker for a lot of the properties. I think if you, there are certain properties that they are. I think like Bacchanal, um, Bellagio, because it's been there a while, they may make money off of them, but so many of the properties, the buffets are the first things they comp. 
Yes, because they make so much damn money off it. If you sell one of them and you're and you're making you know 500 times prof- profit off of it, the first thing I'm going to comp is like, yeah, fuck yeah, have yeah, a buffet. I don't if, give a shit. If you look at it like the amount of food that you can waste, like the food that you have to have prepped to go out, that's the part that you don't see kind of behind the scenes is the waste that goes into that and the food cost percentages. Yeah, I and think, I think now we're getting. I'm just telling. I don't. Sure. No, I don't think they're that much of a profit. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Well, that's fair. All right. Battleborn pins or Disney quality enamel pins of vintage Vegas icons. The ever-expanding collection includes this week's featured pin, the Riviera. All can agree the beloved property had seen better days. They were banking on new developments in the area to help improve business. Instead, the Las Vegas Convention and Visitors Authority, for the second time in history, purchased a Vegas hotel casino and imploded it to make way for a parking lot. The landmark was the other. Both plots of land are now under development for an LVCVA expansion. The Riviera's implosion cost the Strip another visual icon in the cylindrical tower signage, captured by Battleborn pins as only they can. This Battleborn pin will only cost you $10, but 360 Vegas listeners can drop that price another 20% when they use the promo code 360. Just go to battleborn.shop or go to our blog, 360VegasPodcast.com, and click on the banner ad, for battle-born pins. Talk to me about the Golden Knight community. A North Las Vegas community under development announced plans to name the streets within after the, after the Vegas Golden Knights and their inaugural team that made it to the Stanley Cup Finals. The idea has already generated a lot of enthusiasm in regards to the potential players' names featured directly uh, impacting sales of homes. The main thoroughfare will be named Golden Knight Way, or Golden Knights Way. I could totally see that if you were were living on like Flurry Avenue. Yeah. Oh my goodness, people (laughs) like folks around here would be all on that. I agree. It's it's a it's a clever idea. I'm glad they did it. Hey, I got a question. Help me in my in my memory's timeline. Was the October one shooting event before or after the Golden Knights made it to the Stanley Cup Finals? After. See, I thought that was the situation because I remember just thinking how awesome it was after this terrible situation that happened in Vegas that this really cool situation then immediately followed up Yeah. by that being their inaugural team and holy shit, look at what they did their first time in. So and yeah, I, have, I, I, I guess get I have why to people put a disclaimer. in the community will I, love it. I think it was after. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm 90% I don't, I don't sure it was, but I'm sure somebody right. will tell me what it wasn't because I just... I remember because we were there on a Vegas vacation in May mm-hmm. when the Stanley Cup started. Mm-hmm. And I yes. want to say that was after the shooting. So I'm just going by my I, memory, but I think it was after. But I'm almost positive you're, you're correct. Okay, Karen. just don't don't send in hate mail if I'm wrong. <laughs> we're wrong 2017. Yeah. It was October oh. 17? Yeah. Okay. So when was their, their first Stanley Cup would have been 18? Yeah, it would have been 18 because yeah. 19, they Was made it to the playoffs but didn't get, yeah. Okay. All right, so this one I'm kind of interested in just because of some of the rumors that are being swirling about it. I'm not. The Hard Rock is returning. The company that owns the rights to the Hard Rock brand recently acquired the rights to the name Hard Rock Hotel and Casino, speculating a preparation for a return to the market since being sold to Virgin Hotels. Previously... The name and the brand were leased for use in Vegas, but never a part of the official brand. Speculation continues to surround Cosmopolitan. That's why Karen's surly. That's why I'm surly. (laughs) Fair enough, Karen. The rumors that I have heard is that perhaps Caesars might spin off or El Dorado might spin off a, a strip casino. And in particular, one of the rumors could have been Paris... Uh, Bally's or Planet Hollywood. Oh my God. Could you imagine Paris as a hard rock? No, I, I couldn't, uh, no. but that's Planet only because I would make more Planet sense. Hollywood would make sense. It, oh, absolutely. It fits the vibe, yeah. the way, yeah. I mean, you could really, I think you could remove the name Planet Hollywood from the well, front of the You think really could, think you about really it. could just kind of swap out a few things. But think about it. Planet Hollywood was kind of a movie ripoff of, of the hard rock back right. in the day when yeah. it, they had sure. the restaurants and that kind of stuff. So yeah, that would sure. make sense. Yeah, that one would totally make sense. That one would make me happy. You're such a goof. <laughs> well, you're, <laughs> you're not fooling, you're not fooling anyone. <laughs> And I still think if they ended up getting Cosmopolitan, they wouldn't change it except for its exterior. 
I mean, I also do think that Cosmo would fit the vibe that they would be looking for. I yeah. do think that the Hard Rock brand needs a little zhuzhing up. And Which I would like to believe, and most likely, that especially since they just got the name Hard Rock Hotel and Casino, <laughs> I, I guess that that's the indication that they would definitely change the name. Because I was going to say yeah. I would, I would hope they would keep the name uh, as a as a high end brand for no. themselves. No. Yeah. I, I agree. This is probably f- exciting for you guys. Red Rock is reopening. Red Rock announced all their restaurants with exterior entrances will reopen or reopened this last Tuesday, May 26th, except for T-Bone's Shop House, which opened today, May 29th. Those include the Hearthstone, Blue Ribbon Sushi, Yard House, and Lucille's Barbecue. It was also announced that when Red Rock reopens, it will do so without a poker room, buffet, or movie theater. Speaking of Red Rock... Or speaking of Red Rock Resorts, CEO Frank Fertitta clarified that Palms is not for sale, saying that the company plans to reopen it once the market demand dictates it. You I'm, believe him? Um, I, I believe that that's the case now. I believe they want to reopen it. I, yeah, I, exactly. I believe he believes it. Yes. <laughs> their, their, pl- their plan is, no, we will be able to reopen this. That's so much money. Yeah. Three quarters of a billion dollars invested in that property, which had they won't get it back. That's the problem. Yeah, I, I don't, more. I don't see how they could sell it and get anywhere close to what they put into it. Mm-hmm. So, especially right now. Nope, I agree. Moonshot.com is the place where you can get your favorite vintage Vegas shirts. Incredibly comfortable to wear. Available in male and female cuts. Multiple colors and sizes. Reasonably priced and cool as hell. Options include this week's featured property, the Moulin Rouge. What is fascinating about this property is its enduring historical significance as a landmark, despite essentially being an empty lot today, not having any of the original structure in existence on site. It was the first fully integrated hotel casino in Vegas. It was the site of talks with civil rights leaders to desegregate all casinos in Las Vegas. In 1992, The Moulin Rouge was designated as a national historical place, but in 2003, a fire destroyed the complex. All this for a casino that was only open for six months in 1955 before being closed by the first fire at the property. This and dozens of vintage Vegas shirts are available at moonshot.com starting at $27. Use the promo code 360Vegas, no spaces, and save an additional 15% off your order. Just go to moonshot.com. That's M-0-0-N-S-H-O-T. Or go to our blog, 360vegaspodcast.com, and click on the banner ad for moonshot.com. Wow. Next up, tell me about the rwlasvegas.com website. Resorts World updated their Vegas website with new renderings of the plans on property. They include massive LED signage on the West Tower as well as along the trim of the East Tower. So it's going to cover up part of that red that you hate. Yay. Only part. (laughs) More green space is is shown uh, than uh, the rest of the entire strip combined has, minus the wind strip golf course, which really helps to kind of highlight the enormous scope that Boyd had for Echelon. Yeah. Because they have a lot of green space there. Oh, they bought so much land it was ridiculous. Uh, there is also a pool club on the strip and strip facing retail. That won't be able to open anytime soon. I mean, the pool club, that is. The pool club, correct. Well, it doesn't matter. They're not going to open until the end of this year, at, at best, the beginning of next year. Right. So. Mm. But it looks sharp. I, 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 I'm, I, I'm curious to see what they're going to do with this LED. Just open it. Sorry, I was trying to be sure. I heard, I Even I heard that. That was it. a beautiful sound right there. <laughs> She's trying to do it all slow. I'm like, just just open the can. <laughs> you already gave me shit at the beginning. You're like, oh, so that's going to be a sound during the whole show. And no, like, I was just, I, I wasn't giving you shit. I was just <laughs> admitting, I'm like, well, there's no way that we're going to get around that sound. Okay. So. Well, if if I happen to open another one before the end of the show, I'll do it right up on the mic. How's that? <laughs> Please no, do. don't know. <laughs> don't encourage this behavior. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> We uh, like to hear Tony's rock, rock ice twinkle or tinkle in his rocks, glass. Uh, glass, rock I like it, ice, yeah. tinkle. Well, and 
what's particularly funny is I just finished my first round of the plum jalapeno margarita that was this week's 360 Vegas cocktail. Ooh, so what do you my think? wife's. Oh, I think it's I think it's wonderful. It, it's a great, great drink. Uh, you got to like a little bit of heat, but I think that, you know, jalapeno goes beautifully with the with the tequila to begin with. Yeah. But I did tell my wife ahead of time. I said, listen, I have just just enough for uh, one drink with the reposado and then I've got just enough with just the Blanco. I said, so you're going to have to make me a drink and bring it downstairs. So don't be surprised, kids, if you hear a little bit of uh, cocktail pouring and rocks clinking when she comes back down with Beautiful. my freshly made. Oh, she just texted me back. Oh, my God, that's awesome. I heard I it. just I just sent a text. So I forgot to actually include commentary with my picture i just sent her a literally i just texted a picture her a picture of, the empty of my glass. empty glass and she texts me back ha 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 that's not a please word <laughs> oh my god i love jen i know right I miss her. <laughs> she knew exactly what you wanted and she's like nope i'm gonna make you work for this one buddy oh, that's hilarious that's so funny seriously okay, it's, sorry, it's been too long we gotta and i always I say this but now that we live in vegas like i we needed COVID to get, you know, fucking people to just, just hang out with us. Because <laughs> they're like, no, 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 no. If there's literally anything to do in Vegas, I'd rather do that than come stay with you. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. True. And I, I, I completely understand why. I don't take offense I'm not gonna to say, it. I'm not going to say it doesn't hurt every time. <laughs> oh, I have not time. me. <laughs> well, think about it. If you, if you didn't live in Vegas and you were coming to Vegas, would you want to go stay at somebody's house or would you want to be in the middle of all of it? I know. I just miss having those times when friends would just come to visit us and then we would Like in Memphis. Yeah. And we'd hang out and then we'd go to Elvis's house and hang yeah. out there. Yeah. Okay. We, we didn't actually hang out. That'd be awesome. I wonder how fast we would get thrown out if they were just, we just hung out at his house. house. Yeah. Sat down on the furniture. Like you own the place. I took my shoes off no, before good. I brought my feet up. Oh yeah. No. Sat down on that long white couch. They'd yes, be like, yes. no. <laughs> all right. All right. Why don't we move into prop? What were we talking about? We were talking about something else. I'm sorry. I, we went off on a tangent. No, I think, oh, I the, think we wrapped it up. The drink up. was awesome. You were opening your beer. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about whether or not resorts would actually open. I guess we're done. <laughs> we're, we're good. Let's move into prop bets. For those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up, MGM and Caesars have announced that parking will once again be free at all properties post COVID shutdown. Uh, no word yet, of course, on resort fees. No word on whether downtown's going to keep charging for parking either. Uh, yeah, that's something that Karen and I are sincerely concerned about because we're trying to figure out who we want to support when this thing, you know, with all this coming back up. And if the strip is making the effort to pull me down and downtown while they're doing this, it, to be fair, like I think this staggered opening by by MGM and Caesars, I think it's kind of pussyfooting. I like what downtown's doing where they're like, hey, are we ready? We're ready, right? We're fucking ready for this. We've been shut down long enough. Right. We're going to do it. All right, let's do it. Turn them back on. Everybody's opening back up uh, uh, as soon as they're able to. Yeah. And, but if, if you're not going to encourage me to come visit you, fuck you. Well, and I think, I, I do think it's a little bit different because most of the properties down on Fremont, I mean, there might be a couple that are the same ownership, but it's not like the strip, you basically have Caesars and MGM. Wynn's already said they're going to reopen their two, um, Venetian Palazzo are reopening. Right. Cosmos reopening. So the independents are reopening. Right. It's just it's the big just boys. The are, big are boys. Being, they're being wusses. About well, it. yeah. I mean, they're. We talked about it a little bit. They right. they're a little bit scared on demand. They've got more. I would have to say they've got more at stake than the others. Well, but just, to your point, yeah. yeah, we haven't. I haven't seen anything about parking being free any place downtown yet. See, and that's what I mean. I'm, yeah. I'm concerned they're still going to charge for it, which means I can't go and support you. I have to make a point to not give you money, and that sucks. Because I really want to do I it. I mean, we'll talk about it here in a minute, but I would love to get down and support a lot of those properties. Yeah. Especially, you know, the D the, from the Stevens group. But Yeah. For a lot of reasons. But, but on, yeah, honestly, it, it boils down to that. I'm not saying that, that pay for parking prevents me from going, but uh, to downtown, but it prevents me from going as frequently as I would if you didn't. Right. And they're not going to be our first choice. Absolutely. No, no. Right. 
When the NHL returns post-COVID for a season, it was revealed that the conference championship and finals will be played in Las Vegas. While details, while details are still being worked out, the reason cited is the city has so many accommodations. Less than two years after a $3.6 million renovation, TI has opted to close its buffet and expand its sports book into the space. Construction costs are estimated at another $3.5 million. The Crown Prince of Abu Dhabi donated 200,000 COVID test kits to Las Vegas in order to help it get the testing goal established before casinos can reopen. 200,000 test kits are valued at approximately $20 million. Hey, hey guys, hey guys, guess what? what? Do you know the difference between the people from Dubai versus the people from Abu Dhabi? No? no. Well, apparently the people of Dubai don't like the Flintstones, but the people of Abu Dhabi do. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, okay. okay. So now so I feel now. like we need to start a bingo game and there's like a dad joke box <laughs> for Tony when they listen to the show. We'll add in like, you know, the sound of a, a drink cracking open ice tingling <laughs> right you know we'll, yes. we'll come up That'd with awesome. it'll be like a little bingo card for every show right we oh, welcome your suggestions awesome. so just that's right message yes. them to me and i'll take care exactly. of a, I'll tweet them to me and i'll take care of putting that together oh wait that's yeah me. that's you this whole time what do you mean this whole time it was like two <laughs> seconds when resorts announced that they will be opening several of their restaurants may 29th those include allegro jardine lakeside Mizumi and SW Steakhouse. If state guidelines prohibit the playing of NFL games in the state of California, alternative venues outside of the state are being considered for the 2021 season. Of those being considered, Arizona, Dallas, and Las Vegas, the last of which could logistically pick up both LA teams with minimal schedule adjustments. That was kind of amazing when I read this, and I'm sorry, Tony, I know this is sports ball. It'll never happen. I, I don't think so, um, but basically what they said was San Francisco would play in Arizona, and I think it was, I forget if it was um, the Chargers or the Rams, I think it was the Rams that initially there's only like one schedule conflict with them playing here, mm. but if, even if you bring the Rams in, there's only like two more. There's only like three in the entire season, three schedule conflicts, mm. um, and could you just imagine the first season that stadium opens and it's hosting three teams. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if that doesn't display like Vegas, just kind of setting its balls out on the table and saying, look what we can do. <laughs> I don't know true. what does. It's true that uh, like every professional sport needs to be on notice. Like we, we've been Vegas forever has been the place that all you needed was an excuse to go to. That's all you needed. It didn't matter how flimsy it was. And sports is the perfect bullshit excuse to go, well, they're playing in Vegas. We've got well, to go see in there. Yeah. Let's go there. I mean, it's already happening with hockey. It's happening with football. And football hasn't even fucking started. It'll happen for all sports, NBA and Major League Baseball. Well, they tried with the, the do something similar. So the, the hockey story we mentioned earlier where they're going to play um, the conference and the, the finals here, they were pitching something similar to the NBA, but we lost out to Orlando. Right. So... Roy, Roy Horn of Siegfried and Roy passed away as a result of the COVID. He was 75 years old. The team stopped performing after Roy was attacked by a tiger during a show in 2003. See, I, Do I have I, to I, say this? Was it he yes. was 75 and had been attacked by a tiger? I know. Was it really the COVID <laughs> that killed him? I know. I argue Roy died of 75 years old <laughs> and being attacked by a tiger. <laughs> I don't know if this, the the uh, residual effects from 2003 just finally caught up with him. I, you know what? It didn't make him any healthier. So him at 75 <laughs> right. would have been like most of us at 90. So let's do you just, think that Do you think the tigers just sit around and go, damn, man, I didn't take that guy out. And COVID's like, hey, hold my beer. I know. <laughs> Speaking of, oh, I'll wait. I'll wait. Hold on. I'll hold on to that one. Um. Sheldon Adelson recently stated nope. that. Oh, sorry, I jumped head. Fine. You could have just let me roll with it and gone back to the other one, but no. <laughs> I I you had to just bring yeah. that to a screeching halt. That's how we My roll. Bad. Let me point out that you're wrong and you fucked up, Karen. Hey, you're the one that talks about me trying to put these in order. I wanted this next one. Oh, all right, well, fine. 
Despite COVID, El Dorado CEO recently divulged an accept. Yeah. Jesus Christ, Karen, it's a sentence. <laughs> One of mine. He just but- look. Well, yeah, exactly. So let's just put that out there. I'm going to remember that for next time. Despite COVID, El Dorado CEO recently divulged an expectation to have the $17.3 billion Caesars merger completed by the end of June. Good for you, buddy. I hope so. Sheldon Adelson recently stated that the Las Vegas Sands is no longer interested in pursuing a gaming license in Japan, claiming the framework in place makes their company goals unreachable. No word exactly what that is, but Adelson did remark that he believes the frameworks in place at other properties around the world will eventually be the model other Asian countries will follow. I'm assuming whatever Japan has in place. To uh, get a gaming license is, is ridiculous. Too many hoops. Yeah. The Neon Museum reopened to the public with new social distant guidelines starting last week, Friday, May 22nd. The Mob Museum, my beloved Mob Museum, it plans to reopen on May 31st. I actually just got word the other day that they're, that they're opening tomorrow. Really? Oh, yep. that's great. Yep. That's I just great. got a thing that said, because I just renewed our uh, our memberships with it. Yeah. And it said, oh, get your free tickets tomorrow because they're reopening. Uh, yeah. You know, I think I saw something that they had put out on social media stating that folks like yourselves that have some sort of VIP um, membership are are We're getting special. access uh, early. Ooh, yeah, I think is, you guys are getting access early. Is the speakeasy open? That's what we should go do is have oh, a cocktail. That's cool. I yeah, I don't know. And finally... Derek Stevens, owner of the D, the Golden Gate, and Circa, announced this week that in celebration of Vegas reopening, they purchased a thousand flights in various cities to Vegas. No apparent strings attached, as staying at one of Derek's properties is not required for to take advantage of the promotion. And it sold out so fast, he bought another thousand flights later that afternoon and put them back out there. That's awesome. God, that is amazing. This guy bought. 2,000 flights just to bring people to Vegas. I mean, granted, you got to buy your flight home, but right. <laughs> you know, yo, come to Vegas. And he, he says in the, if you watched his prom, uh, promo thing on Twitter, you don't have to stay at my properties. We'd love to have you, but you don't have to just come back to Vegas. So, you know, it. Tony, when you made the comment or the joke earlier about, you know, somebody saying here, hold my beer. One of the best tweets I've seen on Twitter was and I forget who it was. I should give him credit. I don't have it. In yes, front of me. I he, think it's just one one. There you go. Thank you so much for saving me. But he said, you know, Caesar's props, uh, come back, no free parking. MGM props, come back, no free parking or all free parking. I'm totally messing this up. Mm-hmm. And Derek Stevens says, hold, here, hold my beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it mean, was. It's. It, he I just one upped everybody. Yeah. He certainly did. And I think that that is a credit for what it means to have an individual that owns and runs and operates a casino. Absolutely. I know we say it time and time again, and I get that maybe it wasn't all roses and sunshine like we make it out to be. But this we've always said that Derek goes back to what we we have learned the Vegas of the 1950s and 60s to be where the pit bosses, they know your name and they know specifically yeah. the drink that you like to drink and the, and the general manager of the hotel knows what sort of floor you like to be on for your hotel room, right? right. And then you've got this guy that's like, listen, I just need you guys back here. You gotta come back. So if it's gonna cost me the equivalent of 2000 one-way flights uh, around the country to get you to come here, I'm gonna do it. That's just shit you don't get from these Caesars giant corporations. Or MGMs? Well, I'm yeah. sure he was probably looking at all the cheap flight deals that everybody else was getting to. He's like, wait a minute, it costs 40 bucks for a flight? Fuck yeah, I'll get another thousand. <laughs> Absolutely. But still, Absolutely. I mean, the fact that it sold out so fast, and he's like, all right, we'll do it again, and he doubled it. Yeah. Yep, yeah, I get it. Absolutely. All right, well, listen, I think that's gonna do it for uh, news and prop bets. Uh, do you guys want to do any sort of um, experience, Vegas experience? Do you see any F-H-E? notes that say that we're going to discuss something like that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't. I guess that's going to do it then. <laughs> so, so my amazing wife brought me my next round. Nice. So um, so I'm now on the, the, the secondary. I, you know what? I'll tell you what. Since we're, we're, we're a little short on this show, let me vamp for a hot second and just say I really want to be uh, express my gratitude to the, the Twitter folk, our, our listeners, who've really engaged. If you're familiar with Twitter at all, you know that in the <laughs> bottom right-hand corner, I know, right? The 
tequila is quickly kicking in. <laughs> There's a little analytics button that will show you what sort of you know play your your tweets have gotten. And when I look at, you know, some people like like the Sinatra smash, no surprise. Um, the flight to Vegas, no surprise. The um, the Bally's old fashioned, no surprise. Like these drinks are hitting. 2,500, 3,000, 3,500 tweet impressions. Wow. Which just means that people are are seeing it. They're either liking it, which is causing other people to see it, or even better, thank you to people that are retweeting it. And so even more eyes are starting to see it. I, I'm really humbled by it, and I'm going to keep doing it as long as the listeners are interested in doing these. My initial plan was to probably wrap up with next week's cocktail because at that point, Vegas is reopened and the whole theory about me doing these drinks is, is if you can't be in Vegas, why don't you bring a Vegas drink to your, you know, to your right. home bar? But these seem to be really popular. And if people continue to enjoy them the way the the analytics numbers are showing that they in, enjoy them, I'm going to keep doing it Yay. once, you know, the numbers drop down, then maybe I'll, I'll discontinue it. But for the time being, thanks to the to all of our listeners. Well, and I, I have to say this because um, obviously Twitter and what you're doing for the Patreon folks are, are two different things. Um, I have to give you major, 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 major props for your videos on the drink instruction. You are a natural. It's clear. It's easy. It's fun. So, we actually, we, we had, while well, we had friends over um, for the for the holiday weekend, we had you on in the background teaching us how to make we a did. drink. We just, we just <laughs> oh ran your God. videos. Um, and it, it was, I mean, they're, they're really good. You and your, your fabulous, fabulous camera person do an incredible job. I mean, it's really, you know, high kudos for that. And the reason I think people are liking it so much is even on Twitter, you know, in tweets, you're explaining it in a very clear way. It's still fun and, and it's entertaining and it's stuff that people want to see. So this was an awesome idea and you're just killing it. You're well. That's very gracious. I really appreciate it. I appreciate your kind words. Thank you to all of your guests that came over and, and had nice things to say about it. That always uh, <laughs> makes me feel good and knows that it's, you know, it's not like Magnus, this one dude in Scotland sitting there just hitting the refresh button waiting for my cocktail <laughs> to show up. He is. And he, I think he loves it when you tease the ingredients because he's like, all right, I got to make sure I have it because I'm making it right away. <laughs> Truth be told, it's really cool. And I'll put this out there. I don't mind. I don't mind divulging this. If If you want to direct message me or, or just reach out to me on Twitter, uh, like hard way, uh, two way hard three does and, and want to know something specific that you wanted to know about. Like for example, um, Magnus couldn't get fresh plums right now. So he said, well, what if I just did uh, plum preserves Would that work? And I said, well, yes, because yeah. at the end of the day, that's effectively what my, my syrup is, is, is nothing but, um, plums with sugar and then I subsequently add in the jalapenos and the jalapeno juice. Yeah. So just thin down, the preserves add in the jalapenos and the, and the juice and you've effectively made what I've got. It's not exactly what I've got, but it's effectively what I've got. Or I've had a couple other folks, um, and I won't divulge their names, but they've, they've DM'd me and said, you know, I got a question about this or do I really have to have that? One guy, and again, I'm not going to divulge him, reached out to me and said, I'm looking to spend some money at, I believe it was kegworks.com mm -hmm. and it takes $50 to get free shipping and I'm at like $35. Would you <laughs> mind playing on their website and recommending a couple things that I should pick up to hit that $15 nice. marker? He said, cause I'm going to spend that $15 anyway, whether it's through shipping, which I have to pay for, or, or just buying a couple stuff. extra right. ingredients. Might as well yeah. get more stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So listen, if you guys have questions, comments, concerns, one guy uh, reached out on Twitter and said, Hey, listen, I need to upgrade my bar. My bar's pretty sad with some, you know, uh, equipment. What, what do you recommend that I buy? It's just, it's been really, really flattering. So anyway, I, I, I belabor the point. So thank you very much for everyone. Oh, speaking of upgrading your bar, I have to add this yeah. little story in. Um, yeah. so I need a new shaker mm -hmm. because, um, I made some Sinatra smashes last week. They went over really well, awesome. uh, but I left the top. So I have one of the, the shakers that has the built-in strainer on top. Yep, yep, um, that's called a, a cobbler shaker. And I actually didn't use that strainer for the Sinatra smash because I was worried it was just going to get too gummed up. So, Absolutely. you know, I put the ingredients in, shook it up, and I left the top of the container on the counter. And apparently I didn't wash it fast enough, and we had left with company. 
and apparently Asgard wasn't happy about that and got up on the counter and chewed it, like literally chewed it all to shit. Now, mind you, this is metal. I was going to say. With a plastic rim. Oh, no. The plastic was off. The metal was dented. He apparently was really pissed off that we left. Oh, poor Asgard. Oh, no, 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 poor. I know, right? Everybody else at home is like, oh, poor puppy. And you guys are like, I hate this dog. Why would he do that to our stuff? He just counter surfs. And literally, like it had been sitting on the counter overnight. This this is what a bad like housekeeper I am because I hadn't done the dishes. It was sitting on the counter overnight and he didn't touch it. It wasn't until the next day when we left to go get breakfast that he was like, oh, all right, you leave me? Fine. Here's what I'm going to do. And then he destroyed it. So. Oh, wow. Apparently, he likes blackberries. <laughs> Why not? They are tasty. They Except are. Except they kind of tend to get my, caught in my uh, tooth. But yeah, yeah. Listen, <laughs> I, you know, I'm a big fan of the of the uh, cobbler. As you aptly point out, though, the problem with having a built-in strainer is when you make things like the Sinatra Smash that has both the blackberries and the mint leaves in it, it's going to inherently block the yeah. block the holes then. In that instance, what you might want to uh, play on, on Amazon and pick up, and I just recently bought a nicer version of, of a Boston shaker. Um, it's essentially two metal cups. They, one is big enough to kind of look like a, um, like a pint glass, mm-hmm. even though again, it's, it's metal. And then the smaller one just looks like a, well, shorter, smaller pint glass. You mix them together and then you use what's called a Hawthorne strainer. And the Hawthorne strainer is what most people, what most of us are familiar with seeing at a, at a real bar with right. a real bartender. It's got like it's little got round that. things on the edges. Exactly, yeah. yes. That will then catch all of your blackberry and mint and still have enough mouth space, let's say, to to allow all of the liquid to drain out. So I, I that's what I'd pick up. Yeah. But there I'm, you go. I'm thinking I'm going to get two different ones. I'm, okay. I'm probably going to go back to the cobbler one just because I like uh-huh. it for most things. Sure. I don't know that I'm sophisticated enough to have yeah to to have the boston shaker yet so we'll see but um i I definitely know now that i have to wash them immediately and not leave them on (laughs) i respect they won't make it okay all right well i think that's going to do it then for episode 331 thank you all for listening and downloading we really do appreciate it if you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show you can do so on the blog which is 360vegaspodcast.com you can get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360vegas. You can also get 360vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can slap a logo on. You can do that over at zazzle.com slash 360vegas. If you'd like to send some feedback, written or audio, you can do so at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Tony, where can folks find you? I am at 360vegas Tony. Karen. I am at 360vegas Karen. He just told you where you can find me, so... Until next time.